my thoughts, the thoughts that everyone's probably thinking but won't say out loud. People have told me that over my life, right? Tone it down. You're too bold. You're too this. But on the flip side of that, everyone's like, oh my God, I wish I could say the things that you say. So that's why I like podcasting so much. I get to say whatever the fuck I want to say. No one's here to tell me to tone it the fuck down. No one's to say like, oh, you can't say that. or You shouldn't do that. Or yeah, we are thinking that, but you can't just say that. That's why I love podcasting. That's the energy I'm going to be on in 2022. Shiny, unbothered, what would Megan do? Year of the Tiger. Like, let's fucking do this. So that and being thin. What's up, boo? Welcome back to the Just Realized podcast. It's Katie here, back with another episode. I am fucking spicy this week, and I hope you are fucking here for it. Because I have today's episode is going to be on some shit that keeps coming up for me. And you know, my philosophy with this podcast is that if it's coming up for me, it's probably coming up for somebody else. And this probably will resonate with you on some level or another. But my goal with this podcast as always is to just share, share the things that are working for me. I use this podcast as a space to grow. I always use it as a space to show up, um, to think about my mindset, self-love, spirituality, and just any fucking thing that makes me fucking feel good, right? It's my big bitch energy space. What would Megan do? Energy. I did a dance cardio Megan the Stallion video um, over the weekend, and when I was doing it, and twerking my leg and like by myself, okay, in the room with the door locked and the girl was like, oh, what would Megan do? Make Megan proud. And I was like, you know what? I think that is my 2022. That falls right in line. That's the energy I'm going to be on in 2022. Shiny, unbothered. What would Megan do? Year of the tiger. Like, let's fucking do this. So that and being said... I hope you're ready for some juice because I am tired of doing and saying the things that everyone tells me to do and say. I felt like I left my corporate job to get away with that and decided to start my own business. But what I've learned, I think, is out of fear of not knowing how to run a business and being a first-time business owner and just the fraud feelings, fraudulent feelings that I kept having that I just started listening to what everyone fucking else said and continued to give my power away at almost fucking every opportunity I had. And guess what? Not here for that shit anymore. So, you know, I'm in my 40s and I think this is when you finally stop giving a fuck. (laughs) I really do. I don't know if it's the 20s energy or my 40s energy. And by 20s, I mean like the decade, right? So before we get started, though, I just wanted to remind you about my new freebie that I created over Christmas break. So if you've been listening to the pod, if you've been following along and you love all the style things that I've been sharing and talking about over this journey and the business that I just referred to, I leaned in and created a new freebie because I feel like one of the biggest questions I get asked is just like where to start. Like, what should I have? And I really think it all starts with foundation stuff. And the other biggest, and I can't tell you how many times 
The one thing that we do, and I'm saying this because I do it fucking too, and I'm calling us all out, because like I said, this podcast is about growing and not about playing small anymore. It's about fucking shining. The number one comment, the absolute number one comment that people say to me is, I don't have style or I don't have a style. And it's fucking bullshit. We, that'd be like saying you don't have a personality. We all have a style. You may not feel particularly in touch with it right now. You may be in a rut right now, but you sure as fuck have one. And I believe that it's part of the busyness that we live in and that if we let ourselves slow down and remember what feels good, and I even hate saying that because what feels good is so broad of a term. If we remember what makes us happy, what makes us smile, who we really are on the inside before we lost ourselves, before we started checking the box that everyone fucking wanted us to check and just following the things that we should do because that's just the way life is, before we learned that that's not the way life is always because shit can turn on a dime. Hello in 2020. You have style. You just kind of forgot what it was. But if you feel like that's where you're at and you're looking for a resource or looking for a suggestion, because may I remind you, this episode is all about uh, keeping your power and not giving it away. My Katie's favorite things and my top five pieces that I think are the important things to begin reconnecting with yourself and building your road, uh, wardrobe on is what's in my new freebie. So my new freebie is all about the top five essentials that I think are good. Take it or leave it if it resonates or doesn't resonate. But they're like basic things that if you own them and they match to your style, then they can change your fucking world. Yes, one of them is a good pair of jeans because no matter what, a good pair of jeans will change your fucking life as I sit here in my brand new pair of jeans that I got over Christmas and I feel fucking amazing. Um, So you should download that if you're interested and check it out. It's super easy. It goes into depth about what is a capsule wardrobe, why it's important, why they were invented. Because you guys know my favorite part about fashion is the psychology behind it and the why. Because we create the trends. The trends are dictated based on our needs in society and what is going on around us. So look into that. Capsule wardrobe collections were actually created in the 70s. When women's revolution was a really big deal and it was a way for women to easily start creating their wardrobes without having to put a lot of thought and effort into it. And it was an easy process of like, here's some core basic pieces. And now I just repeat these outfits and make lots of new outfits out of these core pieces. And it was an easy thing of like, here's one less thing to fucking think about, right? Now it goes so much deeper than that. Um, that's just a real brief hit on the origins of Stapp's capsule wardrobes and why they're important. But I still believe that it's a great place to start. It's super foundational. So I put my top five essential items in there. And I believe that there's a little something for everybody in there. And I really provided like, here are the top five and here's how to make it your own because you do have style. So if this thing doesn't resonate with you, then what version of this resonates with you? I have some mood boards in there. I have some shopping um, links in there. I have some tips and tricks. I have some color suggestions on like things I like to do. Again, take it or leave it. But maybe you'll find some inspiration out of it. That's one of my favorite things sometimes when I feel stuck on something or I want to research something or learn more about something that I'm really interested in is I love to just like get a jumping off point of what someone else 
else's opinion is and then sit with myself and say, okay, now how does this feel for me? And like, oh yeah, that actually makes me think of this and that's better for me. But I forgot that I liked that because sometimes we just need a little bit of a reminder. So if you're interested in that, head over to my website and download it. It's katiejustdialed.com backslash top five. Now I still have my original style guide up on my website too. It's just not um, as advertised as much on the website. But if you have been listening and you've been like, damn, I've been meaning to download that style guide on how to sync your style with your cycle. And it's really just about syncing your style to the different moods that you experience throughout a month, throughout a day, throughout a week. We're all different and how to tap into them. And ultimately, it's a journey to getting back in touch with yourself. So if you still want that, it is still available. Um, but the only way you can get to it is through the website. There is no click through. So it's katiejuststyle.com backslash freebie. That's for syncing your style to your cycle. But if you want my top five essential pieces to begin building your confident closet and to get started, that's katiejuststyle.com backslash top five. All right. So oh, I have had so much. I hope I keep this fucking energy. Like going on Christmas break and just December in general, I had like the biggest fucking aha uh-huh reflection moments I think that I've had in such a long time. And part of it just might be the healing journey, the transformational journey that I've been on in the last 18 months and kind of like, I think there's pockets of time where we continuously grow. So every six months, like if you're starting a new job or you're starting a new business or a new relationship or whatever it is for me, like six months is where I always feel a confidence boost when I'm learning something new. And I think for me, again, translates to what feels good for you. It happens about every six months. So I just hit or getting really close to hitting the 18 month mark of not being in corporate America and running a business. And I've just feel like, fuck it. Fuck everything that everyone's told me (laughs) to do in these 18 months. I am tired of fucking listening to what everyone talks about. And I'm ready to get back to some of the things that just like really make me happy and stop living in, I don't want to say fear, but I guess essentially it is fear of like feeling like someone has the answer outside of myself. So I want to talk about that today. But I pulled a little Oracle card for you guys and myself before I hopped on to the podcast because that's something that I fucking enjoy is Oracle cards. I have so many decks. If you're interested, DM me. I will tell you which ones I like if you don't know where to start and you just want like, again, a fucking jumping off point for yourself. But, But when I do my podcast... Because I like to bring the spicy fucking energy to the podcast because the podcast is one of the places that I feel the most at home, that I feel is something that I absolutely should be doing in my life. And I feel like I can use it to express my thoughts, the thoughts that everyone's probably thinking but won't say out loud. People have told me that over my life, right? Tone it down. You're too bold. You're too this. But on the flip side of that, everyone's like, oh my God, I wish I could say the things that you say. So that's why I like podcasting so much. I get to say whatever the fuck I want to say. No one's here to tell me to tone it the fuck down. No one's to say like, oh, you can't say that. or You shouldn't do that. Or yeah, we are thinking that, but you can't just say that. That's why I love podcasting. That's why I listen to the podcast I listen to. And I hope that that's one of the reasons that you like this podcast too. So I use the Rebel Oracle deck 
before I hop on the podcast because I like to tap into that most authentic fucking truest energy of me. And like, how do I get back to that? How do I shed all of the things that I do in a day? People that I feel like I need to be, which that sounds kind of weird, but you know what I mean. So the Oracle card I pulled for this recording is don't believe every shitty thought you have. Thoughts can be sneaky, lying bastards. Also, I like this deck because it costs, cusses, but don't believe every shitty thought you have. Oh, how fucking true. So I'm going to use that as a segue into today's episode, which hopefully I can bring the fucking heat on, which actually I might need to tone it down a little bit from this one because it's got me going. But today's episode is about unalignment versus fear. There, so mm, how do I even start this? Um, social media is something that I have really, really been struggling with, whether it appears so or not. It's not about showing up on social media. It's the way it makes me feel afterwards, right? Because I have a habit of scrolling and looking at other people's shit. And I feel like it still might be rooted in a little bit of this fear-based stuff, right? And some of the communities I'm in, some of the people I know talk about fear a lot and talk about how fear can hold you back and can hold you back from being the greatest version of yourself. Don't let fear stop you from doing this. Don't let fear stop you from doing that. You don't want to do this because you're just scared bullshit, right? But another word that's been popping up for me lately in the last couple months is discernment. And where along the way did we feel like people lost it and they can't tell whether or not they're scared to do something or they just don't want to fucking do it. So I've had a couple instances, obviously, I wouldn't be talking about this. I was in the last six weeks where people have brought up ideas to me, have reached out to me for certain things, have told me that they're going to do certain things, wanted me to be a part of it or whatever the fucking story is, invited me to do things. And I said, I didn't want to do them mostly because I feel like I've started to gain back a little bit of my personal power. I've shared a lot in the last quarter around getting pregnant over last summer, having a miscarriage, losing in touch with my spirituality, feeling like I got knocked off of my intuition because intuitively I felt like I wasn't going to lose that baby, even though I wasn't originally really excited about being unexpectedly pregnant at 40. Fucking even saying it right now makes me feel like triggered to say those words out loud on my podcast, even though I did a whole episode about it. When you go through something like that in the middle of going through other really big life changes, you learn a lot about yourself. And at first I did my default which is give other people my power. Look outside of myself for validation. Someone knows better than me how to do this. I will admit I was spiraling and I definitely needed some help seeing things clearly because I was not in a clear space. But then when it came time for me to grieve and like figure out what my next step is, I continued to give my power away and forgot to call it back in. After continuously working on this grief, grief and seeing how it was fucking constantly showing up in my life, even though I was doing my best to shove it down and plow through, it kept coming up in the weirdest fucking ways. And I started to notice it and I started to pay attention to it. 
and I started to get clarity. And where I still felt like I needed support for some things and reached out for it, I started to realize that it was all inside of me and that no one could fix me. No one could change me. No one can make it go away quicker. No one can make me sit still and feel the fucking feelings I needed to feel so that I can continue to move forward. No one could do that for me. Not a psychic, not a coach, not a spiritual mentor. Fucking nobody could do this for me but myself. And a lot of times we learn those lessons by going through that ourselves, right? Meanwhile, I'm having this, I'm getting invited to do other things. And every single time, well, I noticed a theme and I've noticed a theme on social media. I noticed a theme in certain communities and I just want to bring it up is when someone says they don't want to do something or it's not an alignment for them, then there's a little bit of fear mongering that starts and happens. And I get it because I think at the end of the day, The core, our society is built and based and run and profits off of fear, fear that we cannot do things for ourselves, right? And there's a big difference between I can't do something for myself or I don't want to fucking do something for myself, right? My business is a really perfect example of that. If you want to take the time to learn your body shape and your colors and really focus on what feels good for you, you absolutely fucking can do it. Anyone can do it. I have a passion for it. I love it. I think it's a gift. It's easy. It's amazing. I see it as a tool to do many other pieces, things of our, in your life. But at the end of the day, you can totally do it. Whether or not it's a prior, priority in your life and you don't prioritize it, so you'd rather outsource that service to someone else, that's a fucking difference, right? So I started asking a couple of people in my life, okay, so how the fuck do you tell the difference between being something not being in alignment for you versus you're scared to do something, right? Because, oh, I've done plenty of scary shit. And if I'm honest with myself, I don't even know if I'd be sitting here today if the universe didn't force some things like, oh, I don't know, getting fired, right? Who's to say I'd honestly be sitting here running my business if I wouldn't have got fired? Or would I still just be in that job churning away fucking scared to take the leap? Honestly, probably be fucking scared to take the leap because it's hard to see a way and a vision when you're so caught up in your everyday life. But I really feel like I'm ready to take my fucking power back. And I mean, fucking take it back and not give it away anymore and stop fucking shoving my feelings so fucking far down, so fucking deep that I feel the need to pay other people to bring them up, right? The same way that I can carve out time and space to hop on a phone call with a spiritual mentor, a coach, a psychic, or whoever, I can prioritize that same amount of time for my fucking self and feel into those fucking feelings and ask myself those same goddamn questions, right? I could really, really do it. So not only did I do a shit ton of reflecting in December, I also went off of social media for two fucking straight weeks. And let me fucking tell you, if you are in need of a confidence boost, take a fucking social media detox. I recently started doing some things in person locally. I started my business virtually. Um, Obviously, the podcast, I guess, is virtual, right? And everything has been virtual. The world has been virtual. But things started opening up a little bit over the summer, this fall, whatever. Maybe they'll close down again. Knock on wood. Who the fuck knows? But what I've realized is that real life is so much fucking messier than social media. 
powerhouse women that we all admire are so much messier in real life. And yes, I can get on this podcast. I can tell you a thousand times where I struggled and how I overcame it or what works for me, but I'm never going to get on this podcast in that actual moment. Probably. I don't know. I'm a little fucking spicy right now. And like, just be that messy right there. I like to show up with like, here's a solution to the problem. Here's kind of how I've gotten over it. To me, like, that's how I like to show up. That's how I like to show up as a leader. And I think this is a leadership platform for me. It's a way to show up and express my views and be vulnerable, which I think at the end of the day, anytime we're vulnerable, we're being a leader in some aspect um, and you're job and your business and your relationships and motherhood, whatever the fuck, right? So anyways, my point is, I think in 2022, we need to start discerning. <laughs> that word has come up so many fucking times. I'm like, how, did I even know what the word discernment between before 2021? I don't know. Did I even hear it? Discerning between unalignment and fear. You guys know I talk a lot about fucking confidence and I truly believe in style confidence and gaining confidence through our style because it's a way of getting really back in touch with yourself and getting back to the true core personality of yourself, which I think is the key to confidence is knowing who you are so fucking deep and so unapologetically that you just don't give a fuck. And then that shines through in all areas of your life, whether it's style or not, right? Like once you know that person, you know that person and it's so much easier. The only way to give yourself permission, which is another big buzzword, and to take your power back is to fucking be confident enough to fucking do it. To say like, I'm done. Like, I'm ready to take it back. So I was thinking about this because I love all things spirituality. Like, I love astrology. I love human design. I love numerology. Like, I love all these things. I think they're amazing. I think they're great ways to like just maybe understand yourself. I think they're great frameworks, again, on places to get started. And I just think they're fucking fun, dude. Like they're fun for me. Fucking love it. Like next week on the podcast, I have a human design expert come on. We talk all about it. It's just fun. She says some things that were amazing. And she says some things I was like, mm, I don't know if I agree with that. But it doesn't matter. I don't have to. Like we're different people with different life circumstances. I'm a mom. She's not. Like we live totally different lives and that's totally fucking okay. We can only ever speak and teach and lead from our experience, not anybody else's. This fucking episode is way longer than I thought it would be. I was like, I'm just going to record a little bit about unalignment and fair and who the fuck knows. It might be 10 minutes because I have nothing. <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to talk. So I reached out to a couple of my friends and I was like, let me ask you a question. I'm a little pissed right now because someone told me, invited me to do something and they responded back with, I'm not doing it because I'm scared. And I was like, I'm not. I don't want to fucking do it. Like, I know in my heart of hearts for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm the freest I've ever fucking been, that I don't want to do it. Oh, what I was going to say about numerology and astrology. Sorry, put that on pause. Let's go back to the tangent here. Is this the year of the tiger? And when I was thinking about these things and I think about the tiger energy, stick with me. I'm totally going to get back to the other, other tangent. I'm really good at tangenting back and forth. Um, So this one, year of the tiger, I was like... You know, I was listening to this podcast about astrology and she was talking about tigers and she was talking about their personalities. And I was like, yes. I was like, and this why I'm so fucking spicy in 2022. It was like literally 
the clock turned and I was just like, spicy Katie's in the building. Like, let's go. But she was talking and she was like, tigers do what the fuck they want to do. They do things their way and they hate being fucking told what to do. Now, for me personally, I think it's a little bit of a combination of things. I think it's year of the tiger energy. I think it back to my human design is the human design manifestor and generator energy. And I think it's my sun sign Aquarius energy where like we hate being fucking status quo. I fucking hate it. I hate people telling me what to do or that I'm gonna like this movie. Don't tell me I'm gonna like a movie because chances are I won't like it because you told me to like it. I just hate status quo things. I hate group think. Oh, hate's a really strong word. Let me reel it in. I told you I was spicy. I very much dislike groupthink stuff. I really, really like being in environments where people encourage me to think for myself because I think it's my work to be done, honestly. I really, really do. I think I look for external validation a ton. I think it's one of my biggest mm, shadows, flaws, work to be done. And I'm really excited and I want to own this energy because it's like the first time in my life I feel like I'm really ready to stop giving my power away to people. And if I'm paying someone to do something, it's because I have decided that I don't want to do it for myself. Not that I can't do it for myself, that I don't desire to do it for myself and that that service that I'm seeking out supports my dreams of living my biggest fucking life and I simply can't be fucking bothered with it period shiny and unbothered that's the hashtag for 2022 so anyways flip back to the question I was asking my friends told you I'm really fucking good with tangents um so I started asking my friends questions and I was like I'm feeling like really you know like pissed off a little bit if I don't want to do something it's not because I'm scared well yes it is but in this case it wasn't so I started asking my friends I was like tell me how can you tell the difference how do you discern something that you don't want to do and being scared of something and while they all had slightly different answers at the end of the day they all came back to the same answer and it was like, I don't know, if I'm not in touch with myself, then I honestly can't tell the difference. But if I have slowed down and waited for the answer and not responded immediately, then I'm sure as shit I know what the answer is. And I was like, yes. So I can't speak to their answers. But for me, this is how I discern between something being not in alignment with me and something being pure fear. Pure fear for me comes up as in, I could never. Oh, I could never do that. What? No one, who would want me to do that? Why would anyone show up? I immediately go to like this wild space of like, I'm not good enough. So fear for me comes up as I'm not good enough. So anytime you hear yourself saying, well, I could never do that. No one would want me to do that. I would fail at that. Blah, 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 blah. I hope I don't fail at that. To me, that's fear-based. All of that is fear-based shit because you don't know what the fuck anyone wants you to do right? It still blows my mind that people listen to my goddamn podcast, okay? And it's been two years. And I'm like, how do you want to hear me? How can anyone want to hear me speak? Like, this is so weird, right? To me, that's fear is when we start doubting ourselves, we doubt our gifts, we doubt our abilities, and we don't see ourselves as clearly as we should anytime you feel like you're dimming your light. To me, that's fear. 
And I'll be the first one to admit it. Like, oh, I have that all the time about plenty of things, right? Have it all the time. Unalignment is, I don't fucking want to do that, dude. Like, that doesn't make me want to shit my pants because I'm scared. That makes me want to fucking throw up in my mouth because I don't want to do it. <laughs> like, it makes me feel like, oh, that's like if you invite me to a birthday party on a Sunday, that shit is out of alignment for me because I don't like to do anything on Sunday. Like, Sunday is my day to myself. Okay, period. That shit's out of alignment. But seriously, to me, it's dread. That comes up as dread of like, if I've overcommitted myself to something, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. This is so dumb. Why did I say yes to this? That's an alignment for me. That's not fear. Anyways, that's my take on fear versus unalignment. But to get to the core of the issue, I did want to just share a couple of things that I've been doing that make me feel super confident that make me feel like I am taking back my motherfucking power I think that's what 2022 is like you are the fucking tiger right and not to be joking about that damn show tiger king but you know what I'm saying you can be the fucking tiger queen of 2022 and one of the biggest things I think that's really helped me and mind you we're only like three weeks into the new year's I fucking get it but Taking back control of my physical health, that's something that I have not been in control of, goddamn, probably since my daughter was about four or five. Like, I let that shit just go on autopilot. And I was so focused on my mental energy on surviving and being in survival mode that when I was in survival mode, I did not pay attention to my body. And quite frankly, I would argue that I was just like abusing the fucking shit out of it. And this is going to be triggering for some of you because it's triggering me. I would say that I feel the most confident in my life and probably the happiest or more most centered that I've ever felt. And I think a big contributor to that is I haven't been drinking. So I have come up with my own rules around drinking. And that was the first space that I really started to feel empowered on was not drinking if I didn't want to or around people that expected me to. I can absolutely thousand percent say that I used drinking to suppress my feelings um, and to survive because it is the easiest. Well, I'm speaking for myself again. One of the easiest ways to feel like you can get out of your head and into a state of not giving a fuck. And I think it's really because it's one of the easiest ways to suppress your emotions. So if you are an emotional shover like myself, it's an easy place to be because having that sip of whatever, that drink, catching that first buzz, that immediately let me feel like I was loose enough to not give a fuck anymore. So my point of this is not really about alcohol. My point of this was that when I started taking back control of my physical body and really listening, I don't know if I've ever felt my body listened. When people are like, listen to your body, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, what the fuck does that mean? Because when you're really busy and you're always on the go and your mind is always in a thousand places, it's hard to slow down and be in your body. But again, I said, and I started towards the end of the year having this feeling tremendously is like, I am not focusing on anything more in this life than my physical body. Body first, business second. And I don't mean like just my business second. I mean 
Anything that's not my body is considered business. So it's body first, business second. I don't give a shit if that's getting milk for my kid or responding to emails. Body first, business second. That means if I'm hungry, if I'm thirsty, walking, whatever, stretching, like whatever my body is craving in that moment, fucking listen to it and do it. Like I have this habit of holding my piss <laughs> if I'm really fucking busy and waiting to the last goddamn second. And to me, that's a form of ignoring my body because I'm not listening to my body's signals. I am pushing, pushing like, oh, let me just send one more email. Let me just post one more post. Let me just do this one more thing. Blah, blah, blah. My clients need me. My kids need me. This person needs me. And my body is like, no, bitch, I need you. And to me, that has been one of the biggest ways that I have tapped back into my own power and my self-confidence. I truly, truly believe that we have the powers all within us if we slow down and listen to it. Which is really kind of like the next thing I was going to talk about was slowing down and listening. But slowing down and listening to me is something I talked about earlier was not responding to ASAP. Holy shit. I have never been good at this in my life. But maybe through the last couple of years, I've been really consistent on detoxing for a short amount of times. Like I did a digital detox for the first time, probably in, I don't know if it's 2019 or 2020. I used to talk about this shit on the podcast all the time, but I will never forget the first time I did a digital detox where like I didn't touch my phone. I didn't even use Google Maps when I was traveling somewhere. Like I old school, like figured life out for a full weekend. And it was the most refreshing, crazy thing I've ever done. I do it a lot on the weekends, especially like long weekends or summer vacations, things like that. And even one of my friends was like, oh my God, how can you just put your phone away? What if it's an emergency? And I'm like, well, they will fucking call Jonathan. Like, I will figure out if it's an emergency. Like, people, my mom knows where I am. So she can figure it out if there's an emergency with anyone in my family outside of myself. But if I, if it's the four of us, Jonathan and our kids, then there is no emergency if I could see these three people in my life and I know that we're all healthy and fine, right? That has changed my life. And I think over years of doing that, and then the two weeks that I took during Christmas vacation, I really got this urge to not respond. I got used to not responding ASAP to people. And that was hard for me because I was a responder. If you sent me an email in corporate, oh, you had a response probably in hours, definitely by the end of the day. I was efficient. I was reliable fucking people loved it. I love it when people respond to me when I have questions really quick too, but then you're always training people that you're always there for them no matter what. And I think that's just a little way that we give up our power constantly. So with it being the new year, everyone has fresh energy. We've all come off of a break or a reflective period. We all have new goals, ambitions. We all have a clean slate. We're all very hopeful of what this year can bring for us. We all have new habits and things we want to do. So the first place this showed up for me was not responding to some of the invites that of accountability groups or new ideas that I was being invited to is before I'd even tried to discern was it on a, not in alignment for me or fear-based decision was giving myself 24 hours and not respond on it and just feel into like do I even want to do it like does like do I even want to do this and really really pulling back on overcommitting to anything and just trying to wait to respond to anything, whether it was a text message, whether it was an easy invite, whether it was just a, I mean, an easy email, like a question or an invite to something was like waiting to respond. I am so bad. Like 
I respond a lot of times because I want to get shit off my plate, right? I don't know if you're like me, but like I love to check off my to-do list. I love to get shit done. I love to have my inbox at zero. So I most of the time would respond because I wanted shit done because I have too much shit to think about. I want that shit done, but that just wasn't working. It's not working. So my new like thing and through the detox, I was like, oh, I don't have to respond to everybody ASAP. Like everyone's fucking fire is not my problem. And even though a lot of people preach that, like your emergency is not my problem. Even though a lot of people preach to that, no one really executed on that. Like I'm really referring to a different time and space in my life. But I feel like that still comes up for a lot of us. And like, especially with my kids, it's not my fault that you waited till bedtime to ask for donuts. No. So I don't have to respond to this shit. <laughs> and whatever it is, right? Like really doing that. That has boosted my self-confidence in my listening to myself more than I can absolutely even tell you. The other thing kind of goes to the same way with this like slowing down and listening. I want to give you an example of something that finally let answers come to me. So I'm working with a client and we had some rollover work from last year and full transparency, it's someone that intimidates me a little bit and I want to do an amazing, amazing job for them. And I was like, okay, I know I can do this. I know I'm creative. I know this is my gift. If I like stress out about this, the answers are never going to come to me. Let the answers come to me when they come to me. I'm a firm believer that I cannot schedule my creativity. Like I can schedule when I record my podcast and things like that. But if I'm not in the mood, I just won't fucking do it. I'm a firm, firm believer of it. So I've really been leaning into that. And I was like, okay, I gave this deadline. I'm still way ahead of the deadline. Let the answer come to me. And I have just noticed, and I've heard people say this. And again, I'd be like, how the fuck does that happen? I let the answer come to me. I was when I relax and when I let go and when I have fun, those when the answers come to me, which is funny because you think like, well, I'm not working right now. Like I won't get the answers. And what I found is that's not true. And I used to be a firm believer of all or nothing. Like if I wasn't working, I couldn't think about work. And if I was working, I couldn't have fun. But now I was like, okay, well, that's not true. And I've noticed that when I really just let myself relax that the answers come to me and they come to me so easily that they don't feel like work. So those two things aren't really interchanging because I'm like, oh, this is a great idea. And I just like jot it down. So I got total full-blown inspiration for the vision boarding we're doing for this photo shoot and some outfits. And it was one of the easiest things I've ever done because I waited and let it come to me. And it literally, the inspiration, the idea came to me in the bathtub on a Sunday afternoon because I was in like my best, safest space. I had done everything I wanted to do that day, all day. I had just intentionally done every little thing I wanted to do. And I felt so good and so confident that I was continuously choosing myself all day long that I got the inspiration and creativity that I was looking for. And that was not something that I was comfortable doing about I don't know, fucking three months ago, but definitely six months to a year ago. So really leaning into that, that's how I'm taking my power back this year. That's how I know the difference between being out of alignment and something being fearful for me. It's by building my confidence, like piece by piece. And every time I do one of these things, it's like building a muscle, right? And that muscle is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And I talked about this last week on the podcast with Christina 
But it's so true. And I totally see how when I'm not working that muscle, it gets a little weak. And then I try to take it out for a run because I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm confident. And I take it out for a run. And she's like, bitch, what are you doing? We haven't stretched. You haven't talked to me in months. Like, we are not confident. This shit's not going to work. Get your ass back in the house and do some stretching before you try to run out here and act like you're confident and shit. Because you're not. <laughs> so that's my analogy for, like, my confidence muscle. But that's how it feels sometimes. So that's what I'm doing. Let me know if any of this resonates with you. I think this is the year. This is the breakout year. There is no new anything that happens this year we have no idea what's going to happen this year but it's going to feel probably pretty familiar right we've been through these things if things turn back to something that we hoped that we were past i'm not going to even say this shit into the universe we know how to handle it the second time you go through something is always easier than the first and if anything in 2022 feels familiar remember you've already done it right so now this is the year to be the tiger to be the tiger queen <laughs> and lean into that energy, lean into that shiny fucking energy that is just you. Be the disruptor, change the fucking game. It is important to keep your ego in check, but listen to your intuition and follow that. Just do it, do it for yourself. Give yourself the power. Don't give your power to anyone else. Invest in yourself only. Time, money, energy. Focus on yourself. Take your fucking power back in 2022. Hashtag shiny unbothered. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, make sure you hit me up on Insta. Let me know what your favorite part of the episode was or shoot me an email. Insta is Kitty Allen Stylist. Now, I have very healthy boundaries around social media right now, but I do check my DMs because that's one of my favorite places to show up and where a lot of amazing conversations happen. So now I just go straight there instead of the scroll. Or if you want to email, I do be sending out some emails, um, but you can hit me up, katie at katiejuststyled.com. And don't forget, if you're interested in those top five essentials to start building your confident closet, go check it out. The list, download it. It's a really fun style guide. It was all from a super fucking inspired place. katiejuststyled.com backslash top five. Um, and it's five, the number five, not spelled out. So T-O-P five. All right, lady. All right, boo. What would Megan do? You're the tiger. Step into that big bitch energy and I will see you on the flip side. Deuces. Double deuces to be exact. 2022.